0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of It's Cool with Jasmine Cool. Um, Today's episode is going to be uh, uh, weird, I guess. I think I've said that for like the last four episodes or something. Um, I'm feeling pretty anxious today, which is not fun, Um, even though we got the extra hour of sleep on Sunday, but still um feeling a little weird probably because it's ninth week out of my 10-week term so like finals are like basically next week and i have a lot of like stuff to do still um i have like a piano project due tomorrow which i'm not super worried about because basically We just had to learn a song by ear and then, like, have a two-handed accompaniment and you can sing with it, um, which is, like, how I play the piano. So, I'm—that's going to be fine, but I have to actually practice it. (laughs) Um, We had the musical. We had shows Friday and Saturday. We went pretty well. Friday's crowd was very small, it was kind of sad, um, yeah, it's kind of sad, and then Saturday's crowd was very good, we got lots of laughs, um, very live crowd, which is always fun, especially when you're doing a comedy, you know, to have a live crowd that's laughing, because <laughs> it just makes the whole experience more enjoyable so my advice to anybody going to see a comedic performance laugh <laughs> please um, because let me tell you every single cast member is sitting backstage after every single joke like waiting for the laughter um, so yeah but we did get some pretty good laughs. Uh, yeah. Because there's some pretty funny jokes in there. Even if you don't understand theater, there's funny jokes in there. Um, yeah, that was fun. And then Sunday, we had to go to this... Rec- we were required to go to the percussion ensemble concert because... Um, well, me and my roommate were required to go because we were supposed to go to this other thing, but we had a dress rehearsal during that time, so we got excused from that, and then they told us that we had to go to the makeup concert. Speaking of which, I have to email a person to say that I was there. Um, But we we had to, like go to that and I it was really fun it was really interesting there was a lot of different kinds of drumming and there was even some like singing and stuff because it was traditional like songs from Puerto Rico um, was one section of it they had a one guest who played like the steel drum which was insane because so like they had like a camera feed of his hands and it looked sometimes like he was moving his hands so fast it was like sped up, like the video was sped up, almost like the camera couldn't keep up with how fast he was moving his hands. It was so weird. Um, and then at the end, they did like traditional Ghanaian dancing and drumming stuff with somebody from Ghana that had come and like had has worked with the school for a while. So um, yeah, they had they wanted audience participation, but your girl has anxiety, particularly surrounding that kind of thing, and I was there with somebody who also had anxiety, so we were not going. We were not going down there, even though it looked like it coulda been fun. We were not going down there. Um, too too much uh for one day um i think i almost would have been more willing to go down there if i hadn't been required to be there because requiring people to go to something is like um a surefire way to make them not want to be there you know um like i get it but also it kind of just makes it not as fun uh, especially because that weekend was like super inconvenient for me to have that I mean the Sunday wasn't too bad but like I had just gotten done performing my own show the last two days so yeah but it was really fun it was really interesting the percussion ensemble is very good um yeah. So we went to that. Um today is a busy busy week. I'm afraid I have to start writing another paper. I was but we d- we had a gamelan workshop which is like um uh Indonesian like um drums from like Bali there's like a lot of different kinds of gamelan drumming but we know specifically the kind from Bali because that's where like the teacher guy is from he's like from there so it's the Balinese style of gamelan that we got to like do which was also very interesting because um like these instruments it's almost like a xylophone but it's not at all like a xylophone um, and you play like there's different kinds of instruments like there's these big gongs there's a little tiny gong there's like bass versions of the xylophone type thing and then there's like melody ones and then there's like smaller higher ones and then like the bass ones have five keys and um, the tuning is also super interesting because the instruments are all tuned to just be, they're tuned in pairs. And so the in pairs, the instruments are tuned to be like slightly different pitches to make these waves of vibrations that happen. And in like Western classical music, those vibrations happen when instruments are out of tune but it, this is in tune for that kind of music. so it's it's very interesting because but they have to be tuned very specifically like that because you want the waves to be a certain speed um, and so you have to like tune them correctly apart like it's very interesting um, and you want your entire your entire ensemble to have, like, the same, like, wave speed. Otherwise, it's going to be weird. And then there's, like, well, I guess, like, the smallest of, they're, like, they're actually big. And then they have, like, um, thing, I don't, know, I don't, re- so it's like a xylophone, but it's on top of a box that kind of looks like some kind of, couch thing, but like with, I don't know how to describe it, okay? Just look it up. Um, It's very interesting, and all of the instruments, they have like protective demon faces on them, which is cool, and then they have um, like scenes from religious texts on them as well. Um, we did have to wear earplugs because... The gamelan instruments are meant to be played outside, but I'm in the Midwest, it's November. We're not going outside with them. Um, They're just, yeah. Um, So everybody had to wear earplugs and there was also a lot of people at the session that I was at. Um, um, We got to play like two different instruments there was like percussion instruments too, which was interesting. And then there was one called the beekeeper that just, oh, the beat keeper. I figured that out because for the longest time I thought he was saying beekeeper and I was like, okay. But it's beat keeper because they keep the beat. And I was just being dumb for a second. Um, but it is not beekeeper, it is beat keeper. Um, and then there's the gongs. The low instruments. Um, and then there's one that has like a bunch of little circle circular like pot things that they have like a you hit them with a different kind of mallet thing than the other instruments. Um, and they're like different size pots and four people play the one instrument and I ended up at a spot that was very difficult (laughs) because basically how the music worked it would be a cycle of 16 beats and the part I had was like and one E, so it, it would be like I, way to be, da, 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 and it wasn't, because what I tried to do at first was I was trying to do, like, left, right, left, like, left, right, left, left, right, left, It not it was, in fact, left, right, right, left, right, right. <laughs> very difficult, especially when the tempo started speeding up. I was like, oh my goodness gracious, I feel incompetent right now, Ugh. But it was fine. It was really fun, actually, to get to try and do that. Um, yeah. Um, but it's cool to learn, especially like about the tuning stuff. Um, yeah because the five notes that we that each of the instruments had, like some of them had 10 keys, but it was like the same five notes. Um, they're like not quite the pitches that we have in Western music. Um, it's a pentatonic scale, which means there's five notes basically, but they're, not normal pitches so it sounds out of tune to us but it's not actually out of tune it's in tune with a different tuning system so very interesting um, yeah but um, I don't know what else I can say that happened that was cool Um I think, let's see. I can talk about why I have severe friendmanship, friendship abandonment issues. If I can speak, um, because I was popular in middle school. Zero out of ten. Do not recommend. Um, don't be popular. It's not fun actually. Um because uh basically I went to a middle school that had like seventy kids, maybe eighty kids in the middle school. Like my class had like thirty-five and that was the biggest class in like a year's like it was that was the big class. Um and then So it was this tiny-ass school, and basically, to be popular, all you had to do was play sports. Um, And I was never the best at sports, but I wasn't bad. I was not bad, but I wasn't the best. So I could hold my own. I was like, okay, I could do it. Um, And basically, I tried so hard from like elementary all the way through middle school to get into that group of girls that played sports and to actually like be in the front group. I tried so hard and I could never quite understand why I couldn't quite get there because I played all the sports with them but I wasn't as good. I didn't do all of like all the extra camps. I didn't do like you know, play every sport since I was five. I just played softball since I was five, and then probably earlier than five. My dad is a baseball coach, big baseball guy, so I had little wiffle balls and bats and stuff since I could walk, basically. Um, Especially because I had an older brother. So, yeah, and then I started basketball in like second or third grade or whenever my school started their little basketball program. Um, and I'd been with them that whole time, but I guess like my parents weren't really like pushing the sports on us. My parents were like like education is more important, I guess, but um when I, as a kid, because, like, we played outside and stuff, but it wasn't, like, we're going to take you outside and literally play basketball with you. <laughs> like, no, it was, like, me running around with my siblings, and, like, that was our exercise. Like, we didn't, like, we played wiffle ball, but it wasn't, like, actually playing the sport, you know? Um, and then... So I tried so hard. I think all I wanted ever in elementary school was like a best friend. That was all I wanted. And I thought I had it a couple times. I don't know that I ever really did. Um, or it would be for like a couple of months, you know? And then they'd find someone else or whatever. And in middle school, I, like, thought I'd finally made it. I had a glow-up between, like, 6th and 7th grade because I got my braces off, figured out how to take care of my curly hair, so I was no longer, like... Like, I... When I had braces, I, did, I didn't I did think they looked bad. I was, like, I liked myself with braces. And then when I got them off and, like, looking back, I'm, like, hey, Yeah. But then also my i had been treating my curly hair like straight hair so i was like brushing it and it was crazy and then i learned how to take care of it so it wasn't frizzy and like um crazy all the time so um yeah and i also got my eyebrows waxed which made a big difference because i have naturally extremely thick eyebrows um and my eyes are extremely hooded as well So when I wax them, you can see my eyes a lot better. Like, my eyes just pop more. Um, But so I had to glow up, and I thought I finally made it. I was in the friend group. um, But I still, they were not good friends, obviously, because I'd had to fight my way into the friend group. So it's obviously not going to be the same, because there's a reason I had to fight. Our interests just did not line up, and they were not appreciative or interested at all in any of my interests, and they were not interested in being interested in them. So, yeah, I basically, for the entirety of middle school and probably a little bit of like fifth grade, I pretended to basically be a different person. And I didn't even realize this until I went to high school and got out of that, um, how much I was pretending to be a different person and suppressing my own interests because they were not acceptable as part of that friend group. Um, But I didn't have anywhere else to go because I played all the sports, so I was with them all the time, so I, like, had to be in that friend group. Um, And I thought at the time that it was, like, the life, like these are my best friends. We're gonna be friends forever. You're fucking not, okay? I hate to tell it to you, but you're not. Um, but one of the biggest things was they would tell me to shut up all the time when I was singing because I'm a singer. So I sing all the time and I'm not bad like I'm literally going to school for it to be a professional and they would just like tell me to shut up all the time like yeah um which is a very interesting thing because my roommate does sing all of the time and it it kind of it almost hurts me in a place because I can tell that she never had someone telling her to shut up and it feels like that was my like entire middle school and even some of high school, kind of the way that I was treated in high school with my voice because nobody ever wanted to acknowledge how good I was because it made other people feel bad. And that happens a lot when you're smart or when you're good at something Unless it's sports, of course, then people are like fully okay with like telling you you're bad or like acknowledging that somebody else is better. If it's sports, but when it comes to academics or music or anything like that, it's the it's it's like if they acknowledge that you're better than somebody else, it's like saying that person sucks when that's not what it is like um, my older brother had a lot of problems when he went through high school because he was really smart and a lot of the people at that school were really not smart especially like even the like teachers and adults like were not smart and they didn't know what to do with him and so a lot of times he came and well he does come off as arrogant a lot because yeah, um, he had a lot of issues. My sister had issues because she was in advanced math since like fourth grade. Um, She had issues with her fifth grade teacher like not letting her into the classroom on time to get her stuff so she could make it to her math class on time because she had Math class in the middle school, which was like at the other end of the building, and she needed to get her stuff from her desk in the classroom, and the teacher like would not let them, because it was her and this one other kid who had middle school math, and they like weren't they weren't allowing them to do that. Um, there was a bunch of other issues with that teacher as well, um, but just stuff like that, and then. When I was in, like, eighth grade, there started off nine of us were taking, like, the freshman algebra, and then eventually, because the high school math teacher is a little insane there, um, we ended up with, like, five, I think, five or six or something out of the nine, um... Yeah, that teacher made it insanely difficult for, like, the three smartest people in that school to get A's in Algebra 1. Algebra 1. I was struggling to get an A in Algebra 1. Like, it was ridiculous. But, like, people in my class at one point started, like, started like rumors that the kids in algebra one were like being mean to the people in normal math because oh we think we're so much better than everybody else when really it was like the opposite because we were being like ostracized and almost like isolated because we were in the advanced math and then we got yelled at because the other kids complained there's five of us what are we doing to you we're just trying to do our math like if we even slightly complained about our math immediately people would like jump on us it's like jesus calm down it's hard okay but that was annoying um and then something so funny was at that school, they did not ever ask me to do an anthem until, like, they found out I was leaving. Like, for a sports game, they never asked me to, like, sing it until they found out I was leaving. And then they wanted me to do it. And I was like, yeah, cause I'm good. Dumbass. That was just annoying because, uh, that was the other thing where it's like, it always ended up as like, you can't acknowledge that somebody's better because it's hurtful to the other people to acknowledge that. But, so I was a musician, it was a big part of my life. And my friends, like, were always telling me to, like, shut up, not fun. Don't do that to people. And if your friends do that to you, they're not good friends, okay? Like, I was also into musicals, and I tried for, like, months to get them to listen to, like, a singular song from Hamilton. They refused, outright refused, would not even give it a chance. It was very upsetting and pretty hurtful. So don't do that to your friends either. If your friends want to show you something, like, fucking listen, okay? Like, especially for me, something, or I think because of that, something that's become very important to me is when I try and share the things I like with people, like especially music or TV shows. Like, if I share something like that with you, it's very important, and it means that I trust that you're going to take it seriously, because... For years, everybody just hated like the people I thought were my friends just hated everything I liked and they thought it was dumb. So um, it's almost difficult, and I don't like sharing the things that I'm interested in because of that, especially if I feel like it's something that might that I might get made fun of for, Bec- even though even though like it might be something like completely normal. Um, but yeah. High school was a big change for me and I found out, oh, I don't I don't have to be someone I'm not. Like I mean I never fit in with the popular crowd there because I didn't have to. I had other people I could hang out with that were interested in, in, in the same things that I was. Um so, yeah. Something really funny, actually, was me becoming a cheerleader was actually me accepting that I was not popular. <laughs> because the cheerleaders at my high school were were not popular. I've said that before, but the cheerleaders were not the popular kids, really. Um, <laughs> but because my freshman year, I played volleyball, basketball, and softball, and those were the sports I did, and then... Um, my sophomore year, I dropped volleyball and basketball because um, they were, like, traumatizing. And then I became a football cheerleader. Perfect switch. Makes perfect sense. Um, but there was just more people there that liked the things that I liked, liked music and musicals and all the other kind of stuff like that um there were there was somebody i could talk to you know but it was never perfect because you know even those friends i was coming in way late to the game so i was never going to be able to have the connection that um though a lot of them had And I watched a lot of friend groups kind of like fall apart throughout high school. And mine even did like. My senior year, I don't even know that I had like. I had like. A friend from my original friend group. Like I had a couple that had kind of turned into like acquaintances. Because of. Like the political polarization that covid caused or and stuff like that or like the one person who like could have been my friend had mega adhd that did not vibe with my anxiety like just they conflicted in a way that made it very difficult um for us to be friends. I think it went both ways, like we both wanted to be friends, but we like closer friends, but it just didn't work. Um, yeah, like the best friend that I had my senior year of high school was actually originally my sister's friend, my little sister's friend. So she was a sophomore when we like met and started being friends. Um, yeah that was like my friends were like my sister's fr- my little sister's friends <laughs> my senior year of high school because the other girl who had been like one of my closest friends thinks she's a Republican even though she's like really not but she like thinks she is yeah I um, I'm pretty sure she still thinks that Um, funny enough here I actually reconnected with one of my friends from high school because she also goes here I reconnected with her because she also used to think she was a Republican Um, because it was like her and the other girl and me were like a little trio for a while um, especially sophomore year and then junior year things started getting rocky because of COVID and everything like it was like I kind of distanced myself from them and everybody because I stayed virtual for a lot longer when it wasn't really required but I kind of distanced myself because I didn't want to be associating with people who could get me sick and if they weren't taking it seriously or like and I, I just – I was getting over faking being friends with people because I'd done that, like, my whole life. I was like, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm not going to do this anymore. I, you know – plus, just, like, going places to even just hang out with friends makes me extremely anxious. And maybe that doesn't make sense, but when – all of the friends you had for like the first 15 years of your life just abandon you the second you don't see them every day. It's not very good on your self-esteem and when you had to fight your way into that friend group in the first place, that also doesn't help because now I need like somebody to explicitly tell me all the time if they actually want me there and I need people to act like they want me there or I'm gonna feel like nobody wants me there and then I'm just gonna be like lame or I won't go or I won't be having a good time and it'll be really obvious. Um, so uh, yeah, <laughs> it kind of sucks but you know it's fine, I don't know. But yeah, I guess I'll wrap it up now. Kind of on that note, uh, my favorite song this week is Buzzkill by Baby Queen. Really give that one a listen. It's from the Heartstopper soundtrack. Um, So yeah, thank you for listening.